March 11th, welcome to the After Show Show. Please rate, subscribe. Yep. You want ratings, right? Yes. I don't, I don't understand. People Good on podcasts bad. always say, rate us, and then someone gives you a two. Well, yeah, you're, but I don't understand it either. Rate I, us. I, I don't five. rate anything. I, I don't bother. I don't have the time. What about when Amazon sends you, are you Are you happy oh, with your I, All you got to do is hit the five stars, and I just put not now. It's the same. You hit a five-star button or not now. It's <laughs> the same action, but I still, no, I, can't, I just can't be bothered right now. Continue. I can't give you a star rating right now. But then they now. keep coming back. They'll leave me a million a week and go like, are you, are you enjoying the product? Are you, are you happy? Uh, we have a special guest in the studio. Super happy to have you return. Welcome, please, Mountain Mike. That's such a highlight to always be here with you guys. So you thank say you that. so much. It's nice. You say that. Is it, you, you said last time you were here after the fact that your life completely changed. Was there truth to that or are you just saying that to to make me feel good? No, I th- I think, you know, I, I you've done a lot of like national and international interviews, but it's so cool being local with you guys and just kind of like making an impact of what's around here because... Edmonton's actually really cool and people around the area are super supportive. So Mm -hmm. I've had clients come in and like with my business, people have heard me on the radio that listen in from all over the place. And uh, yeah, like as I was traveling around on a ski trip, people are like inviting me into their home to come hang out and ski and yeah, it's like super cool how supportive people are. Well, this is, and they trust me. I think they just trust you guys, and then I get like instant credibility that I'm I'm not. Aware <laughs> you tagged us what, recently. What was the what tag you did recently for credibility? There's a guy you had never met, and his wife basically. Had- oh, what the heck was that? Oh yeah, no, I was uh, I was just out randomly got a message from a guy and said, "Hey, let's get out skiing," and then. I was like, how do you know me? And I ended up having the most unreal day out on the, out on the mountain. And his wife listened in because she was from Edmonton. And then they moved down to Calgary, but they listened to your show from a stream. Yeah, yeah, on, yeah. online, yeah. That's yeah, the on, internet, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm learning hey, about man. it as well. I'm just still trying <laughs> yeah, to recalibrate yeah. after my adventure, just kind of get back to the technology thing here. So, but yeah, so I went out, um, super cool, like all these random connections and it's always just so fun to meet new people. So, well, let's get into, okay. So this is the, I believe the third time that we've had Mike as a guest on the podcast. Mm-hmm. And every time it's a, it's for a different reason or just a, just a, an interesting kind of perspective on your life. So for those who haven't heard, we'll kind of do a quick get you up to speed on who mountain Mike is as a person and why he's interesting. But then this latest endeavor that has been all over your Instagram, which is very uh, interesting. And, and, and I'm sure there's a lot of, of cool behind the scenes stories to that. So first, his name is Mike. Mm-hmm. He's born and raised in Edmonton. Yeah. Okay. He decided after a breakup with his wife. Yeah. That the hell with it. I'm getting rid of everything. I'm going to move into a trailer and I'm going to live just you and your dog in a trailer. Hundred percent accurate. Still friends with your ex-wife. Great relationship. Uh, yeah, yeah, Changed I, a little I bit since it. last time we talked. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I think I made a comment. Someone just said like, "Hey, will you will you marry me?" And I was like, "Ah, it's probably better than my first wife." As a joke, uh, but you know, as well. as we all know, um, it's like rolling the dice when you make jokes. Yeah. That one wasn't taken. So <laughs> no, so we'll like, go over I'm sorry. Okay. There you go. Uh, and then decided just to say, you know what? I'm going to take a different kind of view on life. I'm not going to do the typical nine to five, trudging away, buying things, owning things, having things, lived in a trailer. And just every weekend you leave here, you're a personal trainer uh, by trade. Yeah. But you leave the city, you go, you park somewhere and you just explore wilderness. Yeah. That's what I do. You and your dog. Yeah. Bear, bear. I- 
Yeah, and I just found out that stuff wasn't making me happy and experiences were. Like, I mean, I still like stuff. I like nice gear and all that kind of stuff and whatever. I still am like a little bit materialistic. But um, yeah, stuff wasn't making me happy. Experiences and connections with other people and adventures were. So I just kind of pursued doing more of what I was truly making me happy. And if you go far back or you just go onto your Instagram, but uh, uh, there are some adventures that you have taken, some some camera angles, some mm-hmm. videos that are terrifying mm. because you are on the edge of a mountain and just walking on the edge of the mountain. And it, it gave me so much anxiety that right. there were oftentimes I couldn't watch the entire <laughs> video because yeah. there you are at literally the top of the world and one slip of your shoe and that could be the last post you've ever made. Yeah. And I scolded you on previous podcasts that yeah, yeah, you're yeah, being stupid I, and, and you irresponsible. Know, I, I look back at those sometimes and go like, I feel like I get a little bit smarter as I go, but then <laughs> again, you get de- desensitized over time. And I just realized I love doing this stuff so much. I don't want to, I don't want to slip and fall, but. Because you're uh, not doing them right, as much right. anymore, right? I don't see those I'm as frequently. A lot. I'm uh, have you been that skiing a right. ton, like doing all my like ski touring and everything? And a huge part of that is it's a whole other element of safety. That's right. I was super with- proud of you recently because you had posted that uh, old Mike would have ran across an avalanche uh, path. Yeah, and new Mike decided that you were going to cancel the thrill of the day so that you survived. Yeah, there's been a lot of loss of close loved ones from very high risk activities and it's like you just don't want to be another statistic because you know i you, i think about myself and i'm not too worried about my myself if something were to happen but then you really think like you know i have i have a family and i have a bear bear and i have all those people that'll miss me so it'd be so selfish to take those risks mm-hmm. um maybe that's just me getting old turning 30 soon uh-huh. becoming yeah. responsible yeah, it's like it's calculated safety you know mm-hmm Sure. It's fine to be a st- statistic if the statistic are number of survivals. <laughs> yeah. It's always a statistic I want to be right? part That's of, right? Eighty yeah. percent of people who haven't been trapped in an avalanche. Right. I like being that stat. I have so much cool stuff to see and do, so I right. just want to continue to do this stuff for a long time, and and I want to be able to stay healthy. You know, yeah. like even if you're didn't die um, a deli- like a debilitating injury, that would be almost worse to me. So right, I just want right. to, that would just be devastating mentally. Uh, uh, another thing, how do we find you on Instagram right now? Because anybody who's meeting you for the first time by listening to this, it, it's, it's a lot more fun to look along as you listen. Uh, um, you could just search probably Mountain Mountain Mike. That'll yeah. probably pop, pop up, but there's Mountain Mike's Pizza too, and that's not me. Okay. Oh. <laughs> okay. Oh, I've been following the pizza. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. Uh, and you'll uh, see, once you follow it, you will see a fairly handsome man uh, that is well put together and is uh, adorably gorgeous and uh, uh, I'm piling on the compliments Making right now. Sweaty. No, yes. but you know, you hear it a lot. And uh, I think that that's been, uh, that's uh, been kind of a, a groundswell of popularity for you is that you're pretty good to look at. Oh, thank you, Pepper. Yeah, yeah, excellent to look at. And you dated one of my friends for a while. And uh, you know what? The review, I, I, w- I was very curious in the review of what Mountain Mike would be. Mm-hmm. Just one of the nicest guys, greatest guys to hang out with. Super awesome guy. I'm right. like, damn it. Damn it, he's got it all. Yeah, that's just the whole thing. I thought maybe I'd hear some inside scoop that you're like a real jerk and and you just put on this front that you're like this super nice and and down-to-earth guy. But turns out... I don't want that to be my first review. I want it to be purely sexual, my first review. Really? Yeah. Like, brings the thunder. Okay, tell me about about my friend that you're dating. Brings the thunder. Then I'd feel really proud of myself. She she did not mention bringing the thunder, but I didn't power I didn't anticipate. You know, something like that. Ultimate disappointment. But instead, you got nice guy. Ugh, you must be terrible in bed. Uh, No. I don't Um, think that's what she meant. Yeah. I hope not. So, your latest adventure... 
was been has naked and afraid. Yeah. Um, now I'm not. Robbie says you're familiar with the show on Discovery. Yes. I've heard yes. of it, but I've never watched the show. So yeah, take us I mean, through what the idea. I haven't watched the show either. Actually, yeah. well, you no. don't have television. It's kind of yeah. hard for you to watch the show. <laughs> it's very. So true. how did they even uh, reach out to you? Like, how did you find out about this? Uh, I got a, just a random someone slipped into the DMs. Uh, her name was Rebecca, and she was from a casting agency. Just saying, hey, do you want to do? Uh, would you be interested in doing Naked and Afraid? And I thought it was fake, so I just kind of like skipped the message, and then I got another message and skipped that message again, and then I got an email, and I was like, holy shit, this might actually be real. Right. Um, so I just Googled like her name and all the credibility and stuff, and uh, a, a recruiting agency popped up, and it seemed legit, so I took a call, and the call was legit, and then I took another call, and then I made a video interview, then I made another interview, and like long story short, I was flying down to California, doing a 567-question psychiatric evaluation, going to see the doctor that does everything thing for The Bachelor, and then uh, I'm just getting needles injected in each of my arms, like four in each, and for malaria and this, that, the other thing. Oh, wow. And um, then I never heard back from them for like a couple months. <laughs> really? <laughs> they just left you? Yeah. Just left me hanging. To give you a bunch of malaria needles and well, say, well, like, we'll be in touch. It's pretty weird. I'm like in a hotel. <laughs> you think that they, once you got the needle, you were in for the job. Yeah, I, was, I was telling my friends, I was like, I just I just got, like, I can't lift my arms right now. I've got, I'm just vaccinated with, or I think it's a vaccination anyway. <laughs> in a hotel room, right? I'm not in a doctor's office. I'm laying on I the, think this is how they built Wolverine. Yeah, this is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> got started. Hey. Yeah, I mean, maybe it worked out in my favor because the episode went all right, but um, it, was, it was really weird. And then you don't hear back. And then uh, I got a call and- there's like blackout periods, like when can you go? Because most people have regular people jobs of like, you know, time off work to go do this experience and whatever. And I said, like, hey, I'm pretty flexible. Just try to give me a little bit of a heads up. And then uh, I got a call and it was like, hey, it's so-and-so from from Naked and Afraid. Um, congrats on making the show. I was like, oh, I made the show. She's like, uh, yeah, um, what are your blackout periods like? And I was just kind of like, I'm kind of good for whenever. And she's like, okay, cool. Uh, can you leave this evening? What? I'm like, sounds like somebody forgot to tell you something. Yeah, no kidding, right? I was like, missed an email. Did you check your junk folder? Business, right? (laughs) Yeah, right. I was like, I have a, I have a business I run. I kind of like, I do need to like set some things up. And she's like, okay, yeah, no problem. Like, we'll uh, look at a later date. Uh, Do you have any other blackout periods? Like, like I said, just give me a little heads up. I gotta get my business together, and then. She's like, yeah, well, can you leave tomorrow? (laughs) From tonight to tomorrow. That ought to be plenty of time. So then, anyways, I got like a month heads up and then, um, yeah, just tried to pack on a little bit of weight and then off to the jungle I went. Okay. So what did you know going into it? Like, I if you never watched the show, the, you knew Naked yeah. and Afraid. But you yeah. knew the concept. Of, so, well, obviously. Robbie, okay, you describe the show from a viewing standpoint because you're the one that's seen it the most before yeah. we got on the show. Well, I mean, it's so. been around a while. It's just basically they... they I've pl- heard of it. I've just never watched it before. So. They just pluck people out, and it seems to be people with experience, right? And people nice bodies? Like, Is that kind of a not all requisite? Of them. No? Okay, no. okay, all right. Not all of them, but uh, they pluck them out of their everyday lives, throw them in, uh, like, a remote, secluded area, strip them naked, and mm-hmm. make them survive. Like literally naked? Literally naked. Well, we'll Why do you have to that. be naked? Yeah, it's, it's it's weird. Uh, yeah, it yeah. sucks. Okay, so. Now with the clips I've seen, like mm-hmm. they do fashion their own gear. Okay. Like they'll make leaves, you know, like, what did you make yours out of? Nothing. Because you, were, were you, na- you weren't naked the entire time, were you? Oh, f- I was full naked. Really? Yeah. 
Okay. The whole time? Yeah, sometimes people try to make like little garments, but like garments. Nothing are, big are, enough, hey, Mike? Yeah. <laughs> hey, Not a big hey, enough hey, plan. I paid, I, I paid the sensor guy an extra 50 and put the censorship <laughs> down to my knees. So. Okay, so the idea is you have to survive for 21 days yeah. In, yeah. in a remote location. Now, does the remote location always change for different episodes or is it always something? Yeah, like, that's it, always been my thing about Survivor is it's always on an island, right? Mm-hmm. I want to see him do it in, in the Arctic. Oh, yeah. I want to see, yeah. like, because that would be, I mean, maybe boring. I don't know, but perhaps just to change it up. But so is it always somewhere rather kind of jungly and tropical? Robbie, it seems or? to be yeah, every okay. single one. Like it would be okay. hard to do it naked in the Arctic. Okay. So but- they call you and they say, here, can you leave? Let's go. Let's go do this show. And you know how much about the show at this point? Uh, I watched worst of naked and afraid on YouTube. Okay. Oh, it's like okay. an eight minute clip of okay. people getting bit and attacked and all it's probably not the right way to go you know what i figured is like if i can watch that and set the bar high that i you know that's if that's the worst that it is and it seemed like if that's the worst it is i can do this prepare for the worst expect the best yeah Yeah. exactly okay Okay. so you watch this eight minute clip and that's your education on the show you're about to go on and they tell you you're going to be there for how long uh, 21 days, but like there's time before, time after just to right. like buffer zone because like a tsunami or weather could really blow in or, okay. or something like, re- or flight travel delays, like mm-hmm. whatever sure. it was, okay. coronavirus. I okay. don't know. Are they filming you 24 hours a day? Like when you arrive, do uh, they just start right then and there? So uh, you get there and then you have like a couple buffer days while everything's kind of like getting set no up. No one's filming you, nothing. You're no one's filming. It was, it was nice. It was like a little, like a little pre-vacation. I was Where just, is oh, there? Where are we? In I was in Columbia. Columbia, okay. okay. Yeah. So get there, you, you feel pretty cool. You know, they pick you up. There's like a little mountain mic, like a little pickup person. Then oh, cool. they bring you in and you feel really cool. And then they, um, the worst part was I was left in like solitary confinement at a hotel where I can't like leave or do anything for two days. Just like think, you know, before I'm going naked into the jungle, having no idea what I'm doing. Um, yeah. So I'm just left there just to wait. So that kind of sucked. I like a social media or- blackout kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. And they're just kind of, I think waiting for waiting to get everything together. Cause this is a huge production. Like they put so much money into each one of the episodes. It's like, there's like 20, 30 Americans like organizing the whole thing. Then there's like 20, 30 Colombians and kind of some of the behind the scenes stuff of everything that's required to get together to dump a couple humans, probably like legally in the jungle Mm -hmm. for a while. There's, there's obviously some (laughs) There's probably a waiver that you have to sign at some point. Yes. Signing a death liability waiver feels weird. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh boy. What does that say? Like if a Jaguar eats you, you're there. I understand that like, blah, 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 like diff- infectious illnesses, attacks, like this is everything that okay. can happen and you just like, okay. But you hear about these shows all the time, like, oh, it's not as real as you think. Oh, it's, <laughs> yeah. not, it's not actually doing that. I mean, on the cameras, sure, you're you're sitting there and you're naked and you're afraid and then as soon as the cameras go off or you go to bed, you're sitting there and there's a five-star hotel right buffet. beside you, right? Yeah, like, you don't, I, that you don't lose 30, 30 pounds in 21 days and come back Whoa. with like all sorts of, big issues and stuff if they were doing that. Okay, this, so this it is show, 100% legit. This is 100% legit, mm-hmm. which I really, really admire about the show. And I was I was hoping that I wasn't going to go down there. It's going to be some kind of TV magic right. that, you know, like it's a more easy experience because I was going down to put myself in an uncomfortable you were situation because I was like, let's like, let's do this. This is what I'm, this is what I'm here for. Mm. And uh, yeah, that's, that's what it is. Yeah. Your after pictures do look like the, the jungle did a number on you. <laughs> yeah, it sure did. Okay. So you're in the hotel yeah. two days, then you finally get shipped off to the location yeah. for the jungle. Okay. So what is the goal of of this now just to survive like, 21 days yeah that's kind of the, the weird thing is like there's you don't you don't 
per se win. You just last 21 days. Like you're definitely winning if you can last to make it through that the now, duration. Are you time. given the option to quit at any time? At any time that you want to, you can you can throw in the towel. What are and, you? What and, is what is the agenda of the day though? Like what is? Are you just survive. supposed to serve, don't die? Yeah, yeah. I mean, but like, can, how does that an interesting show? You're like, you're well, just it's not. There? That's that's the thing. I think probably the reason I've never watched it. But after reflecting back, watching it, like there's a lot of stuff that goes on in like at the. I mean, rewinding it back, the the, the probably the weirdest thing was you get there, you're in the truck, and they're like, okay, let's derobe. I don't really know what derobe means. It's like, well, <laughs> un- take undress. your clothes off, Mike. I think we know you know what that means. Yeah, and then, but I, I'm like, there's no, there's no like advanced warning. Like they're very, they're, they're so like, like all right. robotically professional, and take it's it like, off. yeah, just like prison. take it off, and it's like off, and then down to the underwear, and they're kind of like, like off, off, like oh <laughs> man, this is yeah. This is not cool. So for clarity, and I've seen the videos that you've been putting on Instagram, yeah. the things you're putting on Instagram, but it's your 21-day experience there was made up one episode. It wasn't a yeah, yeah. I see, serial. I, and, and going into it, I actually thought I was like super cool. Like I'm like, you know, season 12 is me. Right, right. I'm like one element you're of season one, 12, so it's yeah. really not a big okay. deal. Okay. So 21 days equals one episode. Yeah, which okay. is just crazy. They okay. dump so much money into one episode. But, and, but, but you can't make a season out of... 21 like right, you get somebody. there you like you build like shelter fire get some water and then right. it's very basic like, there aren't it's not like survivor where you have to do challenges to get immunity and pull right. people off no, this is just survive or give up yeah what? which is which kind of the cool like thing about the show because it is it's just so freaking real right what yeah. were you given like as you leave the van as they say derobe hand us your underwear what are you given to then enter the jungle you got you each get one one item so you get to choose like one item of your choice. And it can be anything. It's got to be a knife. You got to get you got a yeah, knife, yeah. right? I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. I take survivalist peppers. Got to be on there. Yeah. Oh, okay. And what would you take, Dylan? Uh, I mean, fire, probably. I like mean, a, yeah, like some sort of a lighter matches, yeah. something like that, maybe. Probably. Yeah. yeah. No, you'd you'd need a knife. Well, you you're, you're working to get like how many of of your other there's because I there was a girl. Yeah. It, so and and the premise of the show is always like a guy and a girl, right? And then. When you see the episodes, you, I went in. I met my, I met the girl naked in the middle of the jungle, and that's the first time you had met her. First time I've ever met her. I have no idea who she is. It's kind of like, hey, give, give a little handshake, and like, weird? hey, just give me a hug, you know, because let's just get this out of the way. And then she looks over the shoulder, and there's a guy walking in. They couldn't trust the girl with just both, you. They're, yeah, yeah, they're both so <laughs> they're both so like hippy dippy looking. I'm like, oh man, I must be on a couple season being the third wheel. Mm. <laughs> but they're not. They didn't know each other either, and it was like, wow, this is gonna be a weird dynamic that they are like two peas in a pod, and I was completely different. Right? They just so look, two- they look like they've been living in the jungle like right, pre right. being there. So there and was the three of you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The us. name of the episode two- is Two Tarzans, One, one Jane. Jane. Okay. And what item did she select? Uh, she, well, I had a bug net, she had a machete, he had paracord, and then we were given fu- like fire starter, like a flip oh, you stick. Are, okay, okay. Yeah, so okay. that was our So you coordinate it together, what items you're going to pick, or you no, just, okay. you just, just kind of So you run the risk of all three of you picking the same I item. just thought in my a head bug that- bug net, yeah. smart. Yeah, because I, I, you know, I, I thought someone for sure is going to bring a machete, that's going to be like number one. Right. So bug net, I was like- my thinking was if I can get water, I can literally just lay there, not eat for 21 days in a bug net and just like right? make it, you know? Right. Okay. So you get on the show, you meet everybody, you're yeah. all naked. Yeah. Uh, you compare yourself to the guy, obviously, because that's what we would all do. Yeah. Um, so you look him up and down and you decide that you are. <laughs> I am the man. Okay. Very good. Very good. Sorry, Daniel. 
See, this is why I couldn't do the show. Right, no doubt. At that moment, if you're not the man, do you not just go like, well, I'm done? So now they just say, and there's camera, how many crew are around here while they're fully clothed and the three of you are naked? Fully, they're fully clothed. They got snake guards on their legs. Which wait, is wait, like, wait. Talk me through. Oh, uh, like uh, snake guard. I, I thought they were wearing like shin pads. Right. And then I look closely and it says like snake guard, the brand. So it's like if, because there's a lot of poisonous snakes there. This there's is a like, whole industry for snake guards? I, yeah, you got to look at it. I didn't know this either. I, was, okay. I thought they were wearing like gators. Yeah. We, we wear yeah. them when we're hiking to not get snow in our boots. Right. Yeah. I'm like, why are they wearing gators? There's no snow. And then it's a snake guard. I'm like, oh shit. To keep <laughs> snakes out of your... Uh, for biting. So they, they can kind of like... Oh God. The length of them, they can only like lunge so high. So it's kind of like up to the shin. Because most people get bit in the lower leg. Oh my God. Yeah. So yeah then no, you're like, and you well, didn't have those? No. Naked. Pepper. Naked. Everything's exposed. So how do you sleep when you're naked, when there's snakes and, and spiders and jaguars and, and everything yeah, what, else? Okay, yeah. well, what are the, the risks here? What are the animals that, that they warn you to be terrified um, of? Well, there's going to be, like, the amount of, like, snakes, scorpions, spiders. Those are, like, a couple of big creepy crawlies that I don't necessarily love. <sighs> and then uh, the worst is, like, there's there's a ton of little bugs, like, right, all the little noceum, little mosquitoes yeah. and all that yeah. weird stuff and parasites and all that. Um, but then a lot of like, Jesus. there's jaguars. There are like the big, big predators. Um, obviously, those ones you're not going to see as frequently as seeing mosquitoes. But um, we did hear some of the cats at nighttime, which is kind of creepy. Oh, yeah. um, you just luckily never ran into them. But there's like boa constrictors. There's like it's so real. There's just there's some serious what, stuff. Out what there. would the what's the policy though of the film crew as you're getting attacked by a snake? Yeah. Well, I, like I remember, there there's one one moment that was kind of like memorable where I'm, they they do the film crew they do not say a thing to you they don't interact they're just they completely robotic mm-hmm. right complete and they're there to make good TV like at the end of the day so I'm going and he's look like one like I could just reading the body language of a camera person so that's like where there's a bit of TV and I can tell he's kind of uncomfortable and he's kind of like his eyes are glancing down and he's oh. trying to watch me his eyes are glancing down look at me and so. I'm looking down and there's a mapana snake, which is like one of the oh. most venomous snakes in the in the world. Oh no! And like I'm going directly to it, but he's not. How saying, far away are you from the anything. snake? At the- oh, you're like right there. Like they're like they're three, four they're feet like away. littered. They're they're all over the place. And these huge poisonous spiders that are like they're literally that literally the size of your hand and they're so fast. Yeah. They. <laughs> I, you'll see. I found some some mangoes on the show, but mangoes are falling on the ground so they're rotting so there's bugs but what eats bugs it's spiders but the spiders are so smart and you really get to learn to interact to see how nature works so because data you just kind of like oh a spider web you don't really think too much of it but why well, light is that it spider on fire web there? is what you do you get a can of wd-40 <laughs> yeah no you get a lighter <laughs> yeah, and that's exactly. what you do unfortunately i didn't have that right then you have the the mangoes on the ground and then there's this crazy web over top of that mango because they know that the bugs are going to be going for that one but these spiders are so smart they almost like make a zip line up into a tree Jesus. and this thing's the size of your hand so as you go to reach for the mango you have this spider flying down this zip line oh. you're like holy shit I'm just trying to get a mango to eat oh. right because I found it but then what, what else eats mangoes well rodents but what eats rodents snakes so here I am in like a snake spider pit just trying to pick a piece of so, fruit <laughs> it's, it's a, a fascinating naked it's a right like it's fascinating oh. ecology did you 
but terrifying at the same time. Did you get training ahead of time, like what to do in the case of you encounter, or you're completely no, you're just you get like nothing. I'm from Alberta. They drop you off and say, "Get take your clothes off, deal with it." Yeah, like uh, if you I, didn't I, learn about these spiders, that, that's on you. There's like, a, there's a little, there's a little, they do do like it's like a little power point. Like though you can't, you know, you can't kill sloths because they're like an endangered animal. Blah, good. Blah, blah. Yeah, I know. Respect. Thank you, guys. Pete. <laughs> um, but yeah, it really, that's you're really just going. But they in don't say the what to do if you, you encounter. What is the name of that snake? You said Mapana, I think. So they don't tell you what to do if you encounter one. They just say that's a bad snake. You're yeah, you kind of yeah. Just that's that's there's you know I know there's po- poison dart frogs even like you get that on your oh, skin. Yeah. You're just like you like some frogs. Are so you can have oh, a really yeah. good time. They'll pass yeah. some time. <laughs> <laughs> so, so sorry. Back to so the cameraman's yeah. looking down. He sees the snake. Yeah, and you're going, oh my god, there's a snake right there. Yeah, and then what happens? You just you kind of just move, continue on. There's snakes everywhere. Yeah, you continue on right what, the hell to the airport. What uh, What are you eating while you're there? Um, well, essentially nothing. Are you allowed to eat anything you want aside from whatever sloth? you can find? Spider mangoes. You can eat whatever you can eat. Whatever you can do. Find, catch, kill, hunt, whatever. Okay, but you didn't do anything. Oh no, I did. Okay, like I, uh, it, it was absolutely unbelievable. Like from a primitive standpoint, it was an experience unlike you could ever even imagine. Oh, um, I imagine. Yeah. Two, three days of not eating um i'm like i think it was the second day actually so you 20 48 hours of not eating and i'm starting to walk up this path just trying to kind of explore the train and territory and go for a little hike with mike and uh <laughs> i like stop i'm like wow i've never smelled anything like that and it was like my my senses has upregulated so much to a at a primitive standpoint that i could smell like clear as day like fermentation and oh, right. I, I, it's like I followed a scent like a dog. Like I never would be able to do that in this. And I sure enough kind of navigated up through a path and was able to locate a mango tree. And so I got some mangoes kind of off the get-go, which what? was really, really, which which is awesome because they're like three bucks at home. <laughs> <laughs> right? It's like, it's so awesome. And, and they're, they're like in a little bit of abundance, but so I'd go and gather and then I was able to go serve my, myself and my partner's breakfast. So you shared food with them, right? Yeah, okay. yeah. Which was, which was really got tough towards the end as you like, once the, once the episode comes out here in Canada, um, yeah, you'll see like, I'm twice the size of them sharing two thirds of my resources and I'm doing a lot of work. So it was really hard um, to sh- like, as my body's withering away, I'm like blacking out from starvation to be like, Pepper, here's a mango. Dylan, here's a mango. Robbie, here's a mango. And here's one for me where I could have just, you were you the know, provider. Yeah. yeah. And what yeah. were they doing? Were they trying to just lay low and conserve oh. energy or, Oh, it sounds like we've got some. <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> where, that's where the episode gets really interesting. So the social as, as dynamic as, like, is interesting. The social dynamic was yeah. one of the most challenging things for me. Cause they're like, they're blessing the forest, talking to the jungle. Oh, for God's you sake. know, like I'd kill a cricket and they'd be super pissed. And oh, get hold, the hell out of here. They wanted to hold Come a on. ceremony for it. Oh, and no. Wouldn't, they like there's tranchlas in our bed. Both and, of and them, they and they didn't know each other. They, I don't, I don't know how they found them. Like good on discovery because they were good both so recruiting. similar. Yeah, unbelievable. But okay. they're not even killing spiders. They'd go move the spider, right, rather than kill the spider in the quarters of your sleeping area. I'm like, you guys, like, I, this is so crazy. But yeah, they're they're extremely hippy dippy to another level, and uh, I'm. I'm not quite on their level. But yeah, Daniel would go talk to the jungle every morning. Mm, no. Alexandra would go uh, do her like yoga practice and I'd kind of go get fire And you'd just go and get you'd forage and food. Just, you'd try to survive. Yeah. And I mean, like they, like I, I don't want to sound like I'm, I'm bashing them, but it was, it was uh, that we're just very different yeah. of like what our priorities were. 
Um, Are you friends with them now or you're pretty happy? <laughs> yeah, about like I, I'm not really going to hang out with them too frequently. Um, I, I, to be honest, I don't know how much them if they listen to it. I'm sorry, you guys, but you guys pissed me off so much being out there. It took <laughs> t- so much patience. I like really respected your like values and everything, but we're just so different um, that that was such such a challenge for me. Um, right. And we'll see. Like, they're great. They're great people. Like Daniel has the biggest heart you could ever imagine. Um, Alexandra, she's like really, really nice. But um, yeah, there's different dynamic, yeah, very different dynamic. dynamic. Yeah, yeah. Um, were you able to bite your lip for the entire 21 days or were there? Yeah. I mean, I made Daniel cry or? probably five, six times. Oh no. How? Uh, I, I think it's told me he needs to like toughen up a little bit. He's very, like very emotional. I think he cried within the first two hours of being there because okay. he didn't feel included. And then he cried about oh my. not being a good hunter or something. Well, I don't know. And Psychologically, like, that seems pretty stressful. You have a like, 567 I, question psychiatric evaluation to get through. So, right. so you're just, I don't know how I passed all of that. You're but, wondering how the hell did you pass? Yeah. Sure, but and, like, and it's like, and it's like you're going out there. It's like, right. If, if I'm recruiting a team to go do like a big mission, like yeah. I want some like, I want some toughness in there. Well, the television mm-hmm. production is looking for that conflict, I'd imagine. Oh, right? for They're, sure. So and they, they did an amazing job at finding like a, a good, like right. line you up and have some conflict. Right. Okay. Was there any, excuse me, was there any ever, uh, or ever any um, uh, sexual uh, dynamic, a sexual, uh, sexual tension at all between uh, Alexander and I? Absolutely not. Okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> Just not Daniel. Not Daniel it? would be, and I mean, like you build the shelter, you're in like some sleeping quarters right. kind of thing, right? Like yeah. there's like naked bodies and blah blah blah. Right. Like, um, yeah, well, and, 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 and I the think emotions he was probably like spearing her a couple times during the night. He, okay. he hadn't he hadn't really been sexually active for like a number of years, right? So I think you know. I saw that some clips that I think you might have posted about snuggling. She wanted, she couldn't sleep unless she was getting snuggled. Yeah, and I wouldn't cuddle anyone. Yeah. <laughs> you just didn't want to be because you haven't showered in in a lot of days. No, but it's, it's not that oh, because you've got to think it, of more. It's more than anything. Like, I, but I'm it's, fine, right? Like, I, they try to make me look like the bad guy in the in the like the little previews. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh man, how's this episode gonna go? Am I gonna be like the monster? Have you that seen was it out there? Monster, yeah. Mike. you've seen the full episode. Oh yeah, okay, I've okay, seen okay. it. Was yeah. Is good and uh, so they don't make you look as bad as no. Oh God, no, no. Okay. I'm I'm so excited. I'm I'm so much more excited for it to come out in Canada so that like, everybody listening can see it. Yeah, I'm super pumped. Um, but yeah, like she would always be cold and I would always be warm and like I had a herniated disc and all sorts of injuries. So I kind of wanted just to sprawl out. Um, but they they kind of go cuddle in the shelter. But you always need to cuddle for warmth, and I wasn't really willing to do that because I need to get sleep so I could go like kind of provide for our. For a little family out there, and um, right, because you're exhausted, I imagine. Oh man, like it's crazy too, because there's like there's like f- people always talk about how long you can go without water, how long you can go with food, but the first time laying down naked on a jungle floor where it's just covered with like snakes and scorpions and bugs, and there's stuff no rattling, mats, around. no nothing, no, no nothing, no pillow, like, huh? I, like I just dug out. No blankets. Well, I built a shelter, but I didn't want to sleep with them anymore yeah. or by them. So I just went and dug a little pit around the fire and just slept out. I think I slept outside for 19 out of 21 days out by the fire. Like I literally just like slept. Well, what are you doing? Ground. Like, like what's the psychological uh, thing? Evaluation. What's, yeah. What's going on in your mind though? Like as you are in the middle of the jungle, it's dark time to sleep and you close your eyes like sometimes like if there's a mosquito in my room i can't get well, to bed. yeah right, like right yeah it, it's really like, like i, I really challenge sleep? anyone just to like I, whether you sleep naked don't sleep naked i don't know just go tr- lay sleep naked on your bed without a blanket and a pillow right and, and just freeze let me know how good that goes. 
that or go sleep on your floor. And then, I mean, really think about that. Then I'm in a foreign environment. I wouldn't want to go sleep in Mill Creek Ravine right. for 21 days. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Like that yeah. sucks. Never mind a jungle of Columbia that's pretty foreign. But um, it, it's really amazing. Like I think people, when you're put in that situation, you just kind of got to do what you got to do. Because I promised myself it was, I'm either going to make it 21 days or I'm going to have to get air like helivacked out of there. And at any time you could quit. At you any could time. I quit at any time. But it was, and I wanted to quit so many times. Like the one thing when you see the show there's all these crazy elements of like, you know, they show the highlights of you like getting fire and building shelter and like predators in the area and all like gathering food and all these highlights. But between all that stuff, like Dylan said, the show, you know, it's, it's quite boring. It's 21 days worth of, there's right. a ton of downtime. So I spent so much downtime where I, and, and you don't have resources to be able to move because you're starving. Like you're blacking out just in the morning by standing up. So uh, all this time I'd spend, you know, sometimes like eight to 16 hours alone, just on this rock alone with your thoughts. And you get to learn so much in like when you dive deep into yourself to see every single wow. factor of your life. And I can't, I cannot describe to you what it's like when you don't have like, you don't have a phone in your hand, you don't have underwear or clothes on your body just to literally lay there in your thoughts. You have, you have nothing to distract you. And you get to dive so deeply into yourself. And it was something I really struggled with because I like to, I like to be active and mobile, but I don't even have the resources to be active and mobile. Or the energy. And my feet yeah. are destroyed because you're walking. Oh, right. Yes, I, of I, like, course. I built, a sh I built like a super wicked shelter in like a day and a half, mm. naked running around on rocks and hillsides and stuff. So I'm literally just confined to my own body and my brain just sitting there thinking of all sorts of crazy, just... Like I, I got to analyze my life from like piece one, day one, who am I? Every single little piece of decisions that I've made of where am I at in my like professional life, my my social life, my like my relate like relationship with everything is unbelievable. And that's where Alexander, Alexander and Daniel they they can just sit there all day and just be like just meditate and think. Mm -hmm. For me, I just like I like being it stimulated. I like do doing that. stuff, and mm -hmm. it's like I thought like I was a pretty good, like wow. mentally stable person. But uh, when you spend that much time and I, I spend time alone when I'm hiking out here, but it's very different when you're stripped of absolutely everything to dive deep and like analyze your life. And I truly believe I got like three years worth of thinking done in three weeks. Wow. When does the show wild. air? Uh, I think it's April, I believe it's April 6th, April 6th. Um, but it was, uh, it, the, it was premiered in, in the U.S. here okay. on Sunday. Okay. So well, April 6th on Discovery in Canada. Yeah. What, uh, how do, uh, how do you keep the, uh, the mosquitoes, the, the gnats, the bugs off your junk? Um, I don't know. I think that like, oof, I mean, full disclosure here, like I, I do a little bit more maintenance. I think Daniel had some cockroaches and things living in. Before, oh. he, before he even got there. Oh, oh for sure. <laughs> some pets and critters and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Um, but you know, it's weird too. Cause I, I don't know. I'm just like built for this, I guess. I don't really get bit by bugs that much. They were getting wrecked by all these little oh. gnats and bugs. Oh, I couldn't imagine uh, trying to sleep with a mosquito. Like, like there was not one part of their skin for a little while that they, like they were so bit when bugs and just absolutely wrecked. And I just kind of had Was it. your bug net like a, a good item to bring? A bug net's a great item to bring, but like there's still like these little these little mini things that can get through them, and those are the, probably the worst. They when they bite you, they really burn. Um, but like yeah, people with all sorts of medical issues that have done the show, like Zika, lots of people have oh. gotten Zika, people have gotten malaria. Like there's some serious, wow. serious what was pooping stuff. Like? 
dude, you don't eat. You so. don't end up pooping. Yeah, you didn't. Yeah. You didn't have to. You don't really. It's if awesome. you're not eating, nothing's happening. I guess. Uh, of the three, did all three of you make it 21 days? Uh, we sure did. Yeah. Okay. Spoilers. Um, did, uh, <laughs> did well. He's alive, so that's helpful. fair. Uh, yes. What was the worst injury between the three of you? suffered was there um, anything significant injury uh, my feet were really bad yeah how bad like, like what uh, like like just like ripped open not even ripped open it was like bone bruising okay like so you just you're, i'm just on and so active and so go 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 and kind of pump through adrenaline so i'm not feeling anything to begin with but go like having to go to the bathroom because you don't want to you don't want to be like peeing in your camp because mm-hmm. then it just smells like pee and you're not really drinking too much water and so anyways you'd have to get up and the thought of getting up to have to walk in the dark over like a super rocky surface where your ankles are going to get rolled and it's just super uncomfortable and your feet hurt so much just to go pee was just like ultimate effort so how dark was it like obviously you have no light at all like the moon oh i got to see fireflies it was so cool (gasps) like the first night it was the our whole ecosystem that we're around it was like it was just like flickering and twinkling and the sounds of the jungle were unbelievable and howler monkeys would wake you up every morning. Like right. the, these just, they sound like they're just Godzilla <laughs> and they'd be swinging around in the trees and then you'd have like fireflies. And when I think about that aspect of the experience, it was like, I, I can't believe that I spent a month of my life in 2019, like getting to do something so cool. Right. What, what did, uh, what did you win? Like I, I saw an article that you won $5,000. I, that, I don't know true. where that came from. Yeah. Like at least say that I won like 5 million to make me sound cool or, or say that I won zero <laughs> to, you know, just say, make it sound like I'm a super weirdo that would go and give up my life to do that for free. Um, I, I actually can't talk about that. So non-disclosure. So there was a compensation of some form. I can't. You can't even say it. No oh, comment. Okay. No Until comment. when? Until. No comment. No, like never, no comment. You can never say. Is anything. there a winner and a loser on the show, or just just surviving? Uh, is no, the... it's just it's just okay, surviving okay. through. So okay. there's been some articles too that said like I won naked and afraid. Like technically, I guess like you won naked and afraid yeah, because you, you made twenty winner. All three of you won. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, so, okay. uh, what was to sum it all up the worst part? Yes, mentally, like yeah. me being. It's so hard the to describe because you would think or the no, loneliness. I wasn't. The... I wasn't scared. I wasn't scared of anything. Like is my you had a snake that could kill you three feet away from you, and that's not the worst part. No, not at all. And I mean, I really don't like snake. People think probably going into it like I was like petrified of snakes before. I think Mm -hmm. I've gotten better over the years. I don't like spiders, but like it really just toughens you up and desensitizes you a whole bunch. But it was the loneliness, like, um, and it's probably so boring to talk about because I wish I was just like, oh, the jaguars, you know, or something. But um, I had a couple like weak moments that weren't shown where I remember just laying on that rock and just being like, you know, it's, it's such a cliche to th- thing to say, like, don't take things for granted. And you're like, oh yeah, I don't take things for granted. Oh, we're so lucky to have you here. But like when every element, like if you want to get a glass of, or you want not even a glass of water, you want to get water, well, you have to go chop a stalk of bamboo to make a cup and make a filtration system or boil water and this and that. And I just remember going like, you know, I'd see my see my parents. I kind of like pop in, pop out, and take like friends and relationships and things and whatever for granted. And I remember just like having a little breakdown, going like, "I'm such a selfish person." Going that I can just you know, I would literally die to go for coffee with my parents for an hour right now. Aww. Like I would, and I would just I was like tearing up on camera, going like, "I'm such a shitty." son <laughs> you know like like and and then you get back and like, there's so many there's it's impossible to describe like how much i got to think through but yeah just like 
how much that you, it makes you like a more of a kind person, I think too. And has it carried over into now that you're back? Because uh, I would like find part, I would like have these part, realizations and then I'd yeah. get back into regular life and be like, ah, forget it. I got and, money again. And you're, exa- you're exactly right. Like yeah. you, there's those take homes and I, I took time off. I jumped right back into work the day I got back and I was like, man, this is such a life changing eye open. It's so much more than TV experience that I wanted just to go in and do some journaling, write some of these things down. So I remember them. Mm-hmm. But then when you get back into the hecticness of life, it's just kind of, it's kind of like all back. Right. But, um, so I mean, I, I, I'm not perfect. I try to, I try to implement those things and, and take that time, but it's, it's different when you're there lost and alone and feeling all the things. And then you just get back to regular life and, that's where I would just encourage people like, you know, to get out and just experience nature, not necessarily at all in that sense, but getting out and when you just go for a walk by yourself, mm-hmm. um, just, it's very nice just to like put the phone down and disconnect, like getting back to a phone. I remember my screen looked weird. I hadn't okay. seen like blue light. Like it was actually weird oh. to, to hold an iPhone. Uh, 21 days, the yeah. biggest moment of fear when you're in the jungle, naked and afraid. I didn't have any the snake, the howling of the monkeys, the jaguars, hearing the roars of the cats. No, no. Daniel's bush. <laughs> it's probably, <laughs> it's probably when I'd lay down and like, I was pretty like, you know, we're pretty comfortable with each other's like, you know, our parts. Right. But like, he just had no, feel. I, I'd be like reasonable, right? If I was bending over, I wouldn't bend over with my ass in his face. Mm-hmm. But like, I'd be laying there by the fire and he'd decide to come sit on the rock while I'm laying there. Let's like directly over. So I got like the up look. <laughs> like not just at his junk, but like up in everything, and like guy yeah, like oh yeah, he went to the bathroom this morning. Like, like come on, buddy. Oh, no, it was just like, oh, dude, so oh. that that would frustrate me. That was right. that was pretty fearful. I don't know. I didn't really have any 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 fears. Nothing really like scared me per se. I don't know. But how did you smell coming out of there? Was it gross? Like, were you, did you feel disgusting? Like, like, I saw we had the like picture. a little like water thing in front, so I try to go like rinse off, but covered in dirt. Like I was getting like. I don't like my ears and my beard was so caked on. It was, it was unbelievable how hard right. it was to wash off. Like it was unbelievable. Yeah. When you finally got to sleep in a bed when it was all done, was it uncomfortable? No. Okay. Oh my goodness. Just to have it. Cause it would use uh, rocks as our pillows. Oh. oh, it was super brutal. Why rocks? Um, I mean, you get some, some veg- veg- vegetation or whatever, but like a rock at the right height, it was kind of just the best thing. I actually, and like having a mattress, cause I have like dislocated my shoulder so many times that I would just dig like a crevices by the fire that would kind of like, and then put some sand on it and kind of like wiggle my way into it like a dog. So I'd have like a contoured, mm-hmm. so it wasn't like flat. Mm-hmm. So I kind of like contoured to yeah, my body. Like memory foam. <laughs> yeah, it was exactly like yeah. that, Robbie. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's that scene in Castaway when finally Tom Hanks gets rescued. Spoiler alert, Dylan. I know I've you never, haven't seen never it. never watched yet. it. Uh, where he's trying to sleep in the bed in the hotel, but he just can't get comfortable, so he lays on the floor. Yeah. Now, granted, he'd been gone a lot longer than twenty-one yeah. days, but I wondered if that was it, to me. To me, is more more than like the mattress is actually just the sheet, mm-hmm. like it, just something over top of your body. Like it's, a, I think it's a thing you can just if you're under the sheet, you're protected from everything. Just a welcome right? comfort. It doesn't matter. Yeah. You could have intruders. You could have whatever coming in, and you're completely fine. But yeah, that was weird. Do you have jungle dreams now? No, I just wish I could hear the the sounds of the jungle again, like the, the cicadas. Like the the sounds were so incredibly beautiful. It was just like an, an orchestra in the jungle. It was oh, amazing. That's so cool. That is very, it was very like cool. I, I'm actually gonna try, I'm gonna message them. I, I have to get because they would do like the sound guy would do the the sounds of the yeah. jungle. It was like, yeah. and they didn't really show what I could hear when they were showing the episode, but it was 
it was like the most therapeutic, most Peaceful. amazing thing. And the howler monkeys, it, it, they'd kind of piss you off because they always wake you up in the morning. <laughs> but um, it was just like, it, it indescribable. Man. I'll never, ever, ever. You should have like it. an app for that, right? Like the, cause you have, Pepper, you have the calm app or whatever that yeah. has the sleep sounds. Yeah, and the ocean sounds. Yeah. And you can get uh, thunder sounds. Yeah, I'm sure you can get some that sort jungle? of howler yeah. monkey waking like you up in the middle of the night. I just want that one, though. Like right. I want right. the one so that memory just like bring that yeah. back. So, it was, what is next? Do you have anything like this? Anything in the works? Um, I mean, what's what's next? I mean, I'm building, like, as far as adventure stuff, I'm building out a camper van right now, so I'm super excited about that, kind of downsizing my current life. Trailer was too big, hey? Trailer is way too big, so downsizing camper van, um, so that'll be really cool. Uh, I mean, there's there's so much... I'm never one to really plan anything. I just try to do the best that I can do right now so I can set myself up for tomorrow. And if I do a good job for tomorrow, we'll just kind of see how everything rolls. Um, but yeah, uh, people always ask, like, would you go through and do Naked and Afraid again? And I can't really talk about what's been talked about um, in terms oh, of that. God, but would shut I? up. Like once is enough, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> well, Why I mean, do that again? And it sucks, right? Like I, I don't, I really don't want to do it. Um but I feel like the one that I was just on was a little too easy. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it sounds that way. <laughs> yeah, no, but uh, I don't know in terms of that, but I'm just continuing just to love, like I love Alberta so much. I love, I love this place so much. So there's a lot of like skiing, hiking, fun things. I want to just continue just to like introduce other people to it through like our, the hike with Mike's and, yeah, I don't know. Are you going to do another hike with Mike? Is yeah. that coming up soon? Yeah. That, do you I'll, have that already? I'll do that probably like late late spring. Explain um, a I, hike with Mike to those that may not know. Oh, it's so much fun. Uh, essentially, I just go hiking and post up where I'm going to go hiking. And if anybody wants to come along for the ride. Um, we just meet you there? Yeah, or? just we just kind of meet meet there and go for a hike. But now, I, now I have to jump through red tape because I thought I was just going hiking with some friends the first time. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, like, you know, I think like, like 50 people came yeah. out. I was like, holy crap, I thought it was going to be like 10. And then it kind of grew and grew. And then there's more and there's 60 and then there's 100. And then Parks Canada didn't love that. So now there's some red tape. To so what do you have to do through. now? Uh, it's I got to figure all that kind of stuff okay. out, unfortunately. Okay. I just wanted it to be like a fun thing and introduce right. people. And then as something grows and it kind of like, you know, develops almost like a business, um, yeah, mm. you got to you got to respect the boundaries of the environment and like all sorts of those things. And I absolutely get why that's in place for like safety reasons and for environmental reasons and all that kind of stuff. But um, I just really want to continue continue these for everyone. It just makes it a little bit more difficult on my end. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, I, I don't get paid to do that. It's just it's I just want to I just want to do it to connect people. So um, yeah, just looking to there's some other businesses and stuff that are supporting those adventures, and I really want to be able to keep that going because it was honestly been some of the, my best days of my life in the mountains was just on the hike with Mike's. Now there was a right before we hit record, there was a conversation that took place and it was shocking both Robbie and I, because Pepper asked Mike a question we thought would never, yeah. ever, <laughs> ever well, get asked. Yeah. And I don't want to ask it and I don't want to do it. <laughs> you asked it, you put <clears throat> it out there. When you're, none of you guys are, are a father of a daughter. When your daughter asks you to do something, you do whatever you can to do it, even if it takes you out of your comfort zone. I don't like, you know, it's been well documented. I don't like the wilderness. I think it's unnecessary. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but my daughter this summer, all she wants to do is just a daddy-daughter camping trip. And I was thinking this morning, because we talked about it last night at my son's birthday, and 
we were making summer plans and I thought about it for a while and I thought, oh, this is going to be so embarrassing because like I, I couldn't hang a tarp like to keep us out of the rain. I wouldn't be able to do it. I can't tie knots. I can't do anything. <laughs> like, I, I truly can't. Like you've seen me try and put up a tent. It mm-hmm. was a joke. Mm-hmm. Like it took forever. <laughs> so I, I, and then I knew that you were coming in today to talk and I was thinking about it as I was driving to work and I thought, I wonder if we could get you to be a guide and not just take, so we wouldn't just go to, you know, some crummy campsite that you have to book and pay for, but to actually take us deep in the wilderness. It's my daughter and I to give us that experience but yeah i have no responsibilities right? right like i don't have to build a fire i don't have to <laughs> like i don't or you can teach us how to do yeah, it but yeah, i'm yeah. not the one that like if i can't do it right. we have a miserable time right and i wondered if you would do that and then you said yeah you would you'd be interested in doing something like that and right away i'm like oh what did i do right like, I <laughs> yeah, just, well, I now just... now it's live and it's on air so i guess you have to i can do it i can do it as a guide i can do it as your friend though right right that's what yeah, i mean yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. like, like <laughs> yeah. the three of us would go yeah. and you know, because i see the pictures of your experiences and every time i look at them i think i hate nature but that's pretty cool. That right? And I could kind of put myself in there and th- and God, I'd be looking for my phone ten minutes later, and I'd be—I <laughs> know I'd regret it and be so bored. Yeah. But I think the hiking—I don't know if a—I don't know if a thirteen-year-old girl could keep up. Oh, or if it, absolutely, she probably could, keep she up better, better than, than I could. You can, yeah, yeah. I was just gonna say, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I, I think it'd be it'd be unbelievable, and I think it's so good to get kids in nature and just like dis- yeah, d- and, disconnected, right? And, yeah, like why say knows? no because I don't like it, right? It's my daughter, for yeah. God's sake. Yeah, absolutely. I would love to do that. I'm sure she'd have the best time ever take bear 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 out and yeah, all. yeah so right. your dog dogs. and yeah oh, she loves it and i think it would be great and it would be a fun thing to plan and, and um, i think you'll like it more than than you think i mean you get some good weather and then all of a sudden you see the northern lights and the stars poking up and you're down by the fire eating some good food and yeah like i don't know i don't know how people don't like camping it's kind of uncomfortable it makes you if nothing else you walk away from that experience appreciating the life that you have when everything is here and comfortable, right. uh, more than mm-hmm. out in the bush. Yes, you need you know, some of that. This yeah. morning you were complaining about downloading an app. Oh, they ask, <laughs> like there's so many things you have to do to get an account for something. It's ridiculous. You need this. This I will need be to get perfect. Away. Yes, I need to this get away. would be awesome. Well, I would love to take you up on that. Like I would absolutely love to contact you and see if you'd be interested in doing that because it would. I would look like I knew what I was doing just because I know somebody that knows what they're doing. She doesn't need to know that you don't. Well, she already she knows. already knows, yeah, and I have fine. no idea. But right? I think it would be a, it would be be cool for her, and it would be cool for me to get out of my comfort zone. The deal is done. Okay, done. I love it. Okay, that's amazing. Yeah, uh, this is incredible. So again, it's a. Uh, when did you say April? I think it's April sixth. Don't quote me on that. If, okay. If you if you are interested, I'll be posting that up on like social media handles or whatever. Okay. And um, yeah. So just search to- Mountain Mike, not Mountain Mike Pizza. At not, Michael Dietrich. Nah. At Michael, At Michael Dietrich. Dietrich is where you'll find it. But Mountain Mike, I'm sure that will probably pop up somewhere okay. in around there. Okay. And uh, you can see all sorts of pictures, including one with you naked holding your dog that made me a little uncomfortable. I don't know if that's... that's uh, you know, that's how I actually made... Sorry, that's how, like, way Rwandi back, how I think I made the show was I wanted to do a fun, funny little picture, and it was Bear Bear's birthday, so he posted a, up a picture of us in our birthday suits. Uh-huh. 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 Funny. Yeah. And then <laughs> someone, someone hashtag naked and afraid. Yeah. And I think that... That's how Rebecca, the recruiter, had That's found how it me. Got so, there. yeah, social media is as good or as bad as it can be. It kind of opens you up to some. It's been very favorable for me. I've met amazing people. I've had super cool opportunities. And um, yeah, I'm actually really, really thankful for it to use it the right ways. That's how the hike with Mike's happened. So, what has happened to you since the show aired in the States? Have you? Oh, been man, it's just been like interviews on interviews gotten, on really, interviews, yeah. which is really cool. This is my favorite one out of literally oh, thanks, all of the ones that I do. I was like super pumped to come in and see you guys again. Yeah, it's because we ask favors of you while you're But um, yeah, no, the, uh, a whole bunch of that. And 
I don't know, just nothing. It's it's not like it's a big deal. It's not like I'm like the head character of Game of Thrones or doing The Bachelor or anything. I'm like a naked dude in the jungle running around. So it's really not that special. But, okay, uh, pretty cool, I, man. I know you said you weren't afraid. Uh, but of the animals you encountered, which one was the scariest that you? Were, they, it, was a, it was the spiders. The spiders. Like oh! they, they, they just make and they, it's like fishing line web. Actually, that's so that's when I was afraid. Yeah, because you're walking through, and you, you knew that they were poisonous. Yeah. Oh yeah. And okay. you need to scan the ground like with a walking stick to like brush. It's called like brushing for snakes. So you just want to like move ahead. It's got a where, name, Dylan. Where, <laughs> uh, <laughs> the, the action has a name. <laughs> I don't like that. Yeah. yeah. So you're, you're going through just brushing the forest floors. Your eyes are on the ground for the obvious. Like you don't want to mess with any snakes. And you, and then there's like bamboo, like shards. These things are so pokey. So you don't want to get one of those in your foot. Kind of ruin your day. Oh, yeah. But meanwhile, there's super clear webs. And they're like as strong as fishing lines. So you go run into this web. Oh, and uh, does the spider come running as soon as it? Yeah, the, oh, the second yeah. it's triggered. So and and they make them all around where where all the fruit is falling. So that was just like, I, I, that, that sucked. Okay, <laughs> I, I knew we'd get it out of them eventually. There you go. Yeah. There's a lot of suck. Okay, and the thing you learned the most, aside from getting in touch with your own thoughts and your own and, and the reflections of it all, um, the, the survival a, a techniques huge, you learned, or yeah, a, a huge one is I I thought that I'm like really good with people like good at being in like a leadership role and being around other people and kind of like micromanaging people I thought was one of my strongest skill sets but I really learned of that how you need to, I need to have high or I have extremely high expectations of others especially when my it's for my benefit mm -hmm. so mm. you know I'm, I'm with two other people and I I'm doing all the work to keep them around and how frustrated I get from it mm -hmm. and so it was a little bit of a takeaway from even like my Say I was run like hiring people. I know that I'd be kind of like not a mean boss, but I'd need to be a little bit more gentle. Or if I'm going out and I'm say hiking with a group, if someone's not as capable, I can't get frustrated. So your because, personal skills have gotten better. Yeah, I think I think so for sure. But it's also good. I think in the line of work that I'm in, I have high expectations for others, right? So like when I'm when I'm working with clients and everything, like they have an expectations for themselves, but I elevate that to have expectations for them, but also for myself to make sure that they're getting better. Right. So there's a little bit of that carry way of just being a little bit of a hard ass and just having like high expectations to perform well. And um, yeah, so it was a huge part of that, of how frustrated it was working with them um, where I'm just like, you guys need to pull through, like Daniel, you need to man up and I don't really have the patience for like excuses. Right. So yeah, I learned a lot about myself in that regard for sure. Okay. Love it. Excellent. Okay. Wow. So you can look forward on Discovery, uh, Naked and Afraid with uh, Mountain Mike. We'll love for you to come back when the next new adventure comes, mm -hmm. whatever that might be. Yeah, we'll see or once you is. get through that red tape with Parks Canada and can figure out how to do these hikes with Mike <sighs> so properly. So sorry, guys. And the no. conservation officer, he was pissed even though I was offering him my mom's cookies. Wouldn't even take, <laughs> he wouldn't even take one. <laughs> You wouldn't even take it. Yeah, you want to become a guide? Is that what you want to do? Like I want, I, I like want to become a guide, but I, I also don't want my passion to turn into work. I, I am pursuing. You just want to casually do it. Pursuing but. my guiding this year, um, yeah. Which I want to do: travel around in my van, like do some fun guide trips. Because I want to take these people out, but I don't want to. I don't want to step on anyone's feet or break the law because I'm just trying to have a good time. So, you know, fortunately, unfortunately, there's a lot of there's. You know, just like anything, like any job, you need to have credibility going into that. Mm -hmm. So I got to like, with my expertise, go get the credibility and certification right. that I can go right. through and do that. Um, one, it's fun to make money doing something that you love, but also to give people the experience 
um, sharing that passion. And, and to do that, I just need to like be certified to do so. And how much money did they pay for uh, Naked and Afraid? Can't yeah, talk well, about it. a really it. great Can't question. Though. Ah, you you're going to have to message Natalie and, ah. and talk to her. Okay. Uh, thank you, Mike. Thank you guys so okay, much. Check them out on Instagram. Mountain Mike, thanks for listening. The Pepper and Dylan Show. <laughs> Weekday mornings on KISS 91.7.